What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life, and I'm joined by my boy, business coach, The Wolf. Cole the Silva. Give me an update. How's your prep going? It's fucking going. It's going, guys. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Actually, I'll be vulnerable. Let's fucking share it. I wasn't going to share it a lot today because I don't like to air out my fucking laundry. But your boy is going through it right now. I am fucking 10 days out. I'm depleted as shit. We are eating 1,190 calories. I am catching a cold, which is fucking rough as shit. And my back is out. We are pushing. I showed myself a little bit of compassion this morning. I did not go to the gym. And I've got like seven or no, six back-to-back hour-long calls from this morning. So we're crushing it out. And then I'm going to have like a steam shower, try to clear my body. And then I'm going to the gym. Fuck that. Let's go, bro. I love it. Don't break, bro. We full steam. Like I, I might be a little bit off, but I'm not like I show up no matter fucking what, period. Let's go. I love that. I love that attitude. So guys, on pod chats, what me and Cole do every Wednesday, well, we bring on three students from the Change Lives Academy and we let them ask us anything. Now, our intention with, with these coaching calls, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to tune in for pod chats ever, there's always going to be a Zoom link dropped at 10 a.m. PST inside of the Change Eyes Academy Facebook group. And me and Cole want to serve you guys. And so I think one of the biggest things that's important for me and Cole is as the business grows, we never want to lose touch with our clients. We always mm-hmm. want you guys an opportunity to chat with us when you want to. So we're here and I'm here with my boy, Tanner. What's going on, T? We're here to serve. How can we help today? Yo, what's going on, fam? Hope everyone is having the best day ever. Thank you for having me on. So I guess my question is, so like last night, I caught myself doing this, did everything I need to do for the day and finished around like 8 p.m. And then like I'm scrolling through like socials and then I feel obligated to just like do one more thing, just to post one more thing, mm. post one more reel, one more TikTok. Cause I feel like I'm always a person that like, yeah, like 1% better every day, but like, why not just go like that extra step? But then I feel like sometimes my social battery I don't want to drain it because I want to be like, okay, like we're all good. We'll just start again tomorrow morning. So like, I don't know, any tips to kind of just like, dude, just relax, throw it away, chill for the night. I'd like to ask a question first before we even go into this. Do you feel like your social battery is drained? I feel like that's where we got to start first. Cause right now you're like, it sounds like you're talking about burnout. It sounds like you're talking about how there's like never a break. You're always grinding. But do you feel burnt out right now or do you think it's going to happen in the future? It's not necessarily that I feel burnout. Like on the weekends, I try my best to just like fill up my cup more. That way I can like grind during the week. But like since I have that mentality of like just keep going, I feel like that could lead to burnout. So I have to hold myself back if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like there are seasons to life, man. So and when I say there are seasons to life, like there are some periods in time where I will literally be on my phone from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed and I'll love every single fucking second of it. And I'm like, let's fucking go like I'm like ready for it. And there's also seasons of life where I'm like, I need to, you know, be off work at 4pm and just chill and just like relax. I think this all comes down to like what your goals are, man. Like for me right now, like my number one goal is to like blow up on TikTok. Like that's super exciting to me. So like, me posting, you know, five to six times a day on TikTok is like, I'll do that because I like want to, I want to learn, I want to test, I want to like try different things. So I think it all depends what your goals are, man. Like if you feel called to like then work on your shit. But then again, if you feel like like at 8 p.m., the only reason you're going on your phone is because you haven't spent enough time with your friends and family and you're like missing them and you like want to spend time with them and you're not doing it because you're working so much and then you catch yourself working again. And maybe it's just like a comfort zone thing. 
So I would just like audit, like what your goals are. Like, are you looking to like, is this like a season where you want to get obsessed or are you feeling, you know, a little bit of like, you know, loneliness. And as a result, you're just continuing to work on your business. Yeah. I think that definitely helps. I feel like sometimes it's just like, yo, nothing's going on. Like after 8 PM, like I can chill or I can like still grind, like kind of up to me. I think that's the whole, like reverting back to like workflow, everything's done. And like, once everything is done, just like put your phone away and chill. But like, yeah, I guess, like you said, just like revert back to your goals and go from there. Right. I do a hundred percent because the way I look at it is like, we could say, look at your goals and once everything done, sit back and chill. But like, I'm like Brian, dude, if I want to work, I'm going to fucking work. Like I want to grind my ass off, especially like right now, guys. And with my prep, I am literally busier than ever. It was funny. Brian literally referred to it as like, yo, I've got a cold schedule yesterday. He said, like, said that to me and I laughed my ass off. I am legit never not moving currently with either working out or doing posing or connecting with people or filming content or doing work for the gym or PG domination. And I'm happy. I think for you, and I want to make sure that I'm like very clear on this. Don't hold yourself back from growth based off of the scarcity that you prefer. Take care of your mental health. Make sure you're focusing on the things you need to be doing like a morning routine. Again, like separating yourself sometimes if you feel like that's a good time, but don't hold yourself back from your current potential, the potential you could reach because you're scared that you might burn out. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Because I feel like a lot of people end up falling into that. They're like, well, I keep going at this speed. I'm going to burn out. Why? If you're taking care of yourself, there's no reason why you should be burning out. If your nutrition's on point, if you're hitting your workouts, if you're taking care of your mental state and like focusing on things you need first, like not always serving other people, you're being a little bit true to yourself. And I don't think there's a reason why you should burn out. You're just thinking that it might happen based off the output you're producing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that you're basing your actions on something that might happen. And if it happens, you'll deal with it. Like if you burn out, you burn out. But I don't think you should stop working because, you know, you're afraid that you're going to burn out. I think if anything, like if you feel called to work and it's like exciting to you, then work. And if you're like, I'm working just because I have nothing else to do, then go do some shit, like develop some sort of lifestyle that you like are excited about. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. The answer is like, it's not a rigid answer. It's like, it's not like when your workflow is done, you're fucking done. Cause sometimes it's like, that's not the case. Like if you're like looking at your goals, you're like, yo B, I want to hit 10 K a month and you're at three K then like fucking sometimes you need to put in those 15 hour days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's going to happen randomly. Like Julia came up to me the, the other day and it was funny. Cause like she was working around like five, 6 PM the other day. And I had like the needy husband came into play where I'm like, Hey, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, let's go. I'm like, I want to, I want to hang out, like get off your thing. And then yesterday she came up to me, like, you know how you got pissed off? Like the other day, like 5 PM, you wanted to hang out. And I was like, yeah. She's like, you've been working at 8 PM every single fucking night for the next three days. Get off my ass. I was like, okay, touche. Like, sounds good. And I'm like, it's just, it, it's sometimes you get into these flows. Like you get into an area where you're going to start grinding. And I think it's knowing what is serving you, bro. Is that helpful? Yeah, dude. 100%. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cool. I love it. Sweet. So the next person we are going to bring up is GB Michaels. What's good, fam? How you doing? Hola. There she is. How you doing? Fantastic. Um, and so I have a question. So I was listening to episode 437 with like Chad and Farshad and everybody and like how deep y'all were getting into like the spiritual and like mental parts of like, you know, dealing with our issues and things like that. And it like made me remember one of my who is currently dealing with depression and like struggling with a lot of her life issues and like I've like encouraged her I sent like you know motivational quotes every morning and doing all that stuff and essentially I wanted to understand like because for me like my 
business is obviously like fitness and coaching and everything, but also like women empowerment, like mm-hmm. showing y'all like, okay, like what you go through, it, it doesn't stop there. Like you got to fight through it and you can actually do it. Like you have what it takes to overcome and things yeah. like that. And so I, because I've experienced depression and like go in the phases of it as well, I like want to share my own experience with them in order to encourage them. But I don't want to overstep that boundary of like becoming like a therapist, you know, going from like your fitness coach and nutrition coach who is there for you emotionally as well to like your fitness and nutrition coach who is also your therapist. Does that make sense? Yep. So I think that this is awesome. I love this. I think that This is a great topic for all online coaches. The truth is that when you are an online coach, it's not really like just about fitness and nutrition. I would say it's like probably 60 to 70% like mindset and connection and like 30 to 40% fitness and nutrition. And that's why a lot of coaches don't make it because they're like, I just need to get my certification. And then I just like, then I'm going to be, you know, good to go. But it's like, the truth is, it's about the relationship that you have with your clients. And I'm sure you guys feel that with the academy. It's a relationship you have with the academy or the relationship you have with your clients. And it's also like, you know, you helping them through their mental stuff. Now, I mm-hmm. think that for you, like, I think it's about number one, there's a couple of things. First things first is, as you're telling your story, GB, understand that your story is your truth. And that is like, there's no like lines crossed as you're telling your truth. All right. Okay. So like, fucking start telling your story and start telling about how you overcame it and what you did and like your bouts and like somebody that's really, really good at this kind of storytelling stuff is my wife, Krista Mark. And also me cool too. Like, even like, if you read like my drug addiction story, like I've said the same fucking thing a hundred different ways. So I really want you to think about like some rock bottom moments for you and start sharing about how you overcame those rock bottom moments as your truth and know that like you will never overstep boundaries by speaking your truth period and stop hundred percent. I believe that if somebody gets triggered because of your truth, that's a fucking them problem, not a you problem. So that's one thing. The second thing that I need to say is that as you open up and you share these things, you're going to get clients that will reach out with some like deep, deep shit. Mm -hmm. And that's where you need to like, you know, offer advice, but also like not be willing to be a therapist for people. And even for me, like in the mastermind, we work really intimately with our clients. Like we're like really in depth with them. And if a client has like stuff that's like outside of mine and Cole's scope of practice as like a coach, we're like, you need to book a therapist appointment. We'll just tell them. Yeah. Like this is outside of our scope. Like I'm not a therapist, right? You just straight up tell them. That's my opinion. And I know that Cole has a lot to say because he puts out a lot of like really vulnerable content and you get a lot of DMs that are like super, you know. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So when it comes down to like producing story content and like basically what I like to say is like walking the line of a coach versus a therapist, I think boundaries Mm -hmm. is everything. And like, this is, it's going to be something that you learn. All right. And something that you are going to fall in your face with and some things that you're going to like have slap you in the face, all right, through your journey. But it's honestly like not only knowing who you should be connecting to and who you should be like opening up with, but also knowing like how far you're willing to go. So hopefully I'm not losing you while I'm going through all this. What I mean is when I share my story and I like to like get very deep with like my emotions and like my vulnerability, et cetera is if I get a client that'll reach out to me and start talking about their story, I'm very open to listening and I'm very there like to help them, but I have very firm fucking boundaries. All right. One of my boundaries is like, and I'm just going to be real with you guys is like an overwhelming amount of like fucking pain and like crying and expression. I will draw a boundary there. I'll be like, listen, like I'm all here to fucking deal with you crying and like go through this stuff, but I'm not a fucking therapist. Like I'm not. 
So I'm like, yeah. I, like right now, all we're doing is we're fucking sitting in this pain and nothing's going to get resolved. So what I'll do is I'll share my story. They'll be able to relate to it. They'll reach out like Brian just said. I'll have a conversation. But if I feel the emotions rising, I mm-hmm. address it instantly. And what I mean by okay. that is I'm down to hear this and talk you through it and have a conversation. But then I go into what Brian just said. You need to go speak to XYZ because I can't help you with this. I can't be on the fucking phone with you every single goddamn day going through all this stuff. I right. really need to address it. And I actually kind of like, do you mind if I keep going, Brian? I want to make sure that we hit this. I feel like this is a good one. So at the event, me and Sam had a very deep conversation, all right? A very deep, deep conversation in our speech event about some personal things that she was going through. I'm not even going to go into that because that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that me and her had like a moment away from everybody else. And in that moment, I gave her as much advice that I personally could provide based off of what my experiences were. And then I told mm-hmm. her she needed to go and deal with this stuff on her own. You need to go and deal with mindset exercises. You need to go start working on your mindset. You need to go to talk to somebody that is going to help you reach that next level because I've reached my limit. It's knowing where the fuck you cap. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I share my yeah. story and I want to be vulnerable. But I know my cap and I'm not going to try to push past that because I know it's only going to hurt our relationship as a coach to client. And it's going to hurt the individual on a deeper level because then I'm not giving advice that I really don't have like too, too much experience. Mm. Does that all make sense? Yeah. Big rant. Yeah, I got you. Perfect. I got one more thing to say. So love all of this. I think the, the last thing that I want to say is that when it comes to working with your clients, I think that as you really step into your power as a coach, GB, like as you really just like, you know, like I'm all in, I'm going to fucking serve the shit out of these people. Like you really want to work with them on their mindset and help them develop like bulletproof mindsets and like help them develop like more confidence, more self-esteem, like empower them to like see themselves for who they are. And I think that right there is not something like I've been to therapy. And so for me, therapy, what therapy is, it's like working with my trauma and trying to understand it and like helping me navigate through trauma. Whereas like, I think for you, it's like, let's not like just work through trauma, but let's like work on ourselves and make ourselves into better people. So it's almost like there's two Mm -hmm. two separate sides, right? This is like, let's deal with pain. This is like, let's build vision. Do you understand what I'm saying? Build ourselves. So I personally think that your program and your mindset stuff should be focused on like, let's build shit. Like, let's build this, like, you know, yeah. like build self-confidence, build self-esteem. Like, I want to help you become more empowered, like respect yourself more, love yourself more, build that. And my thing is I usually send people to like, this is outside of my scope. If when I'm working with them, they're unwilling to do the work. Mm-hmm. I can't do morning ritual because I'm fucking depressed. By the way, like some people are like, are actually depressed. I'm not like knocking that at all. But if you cannot do the things that I'm like asking you to do, because you are in a very negative state and you cannot get out of that, that's where I'm like, this is outside of my scope. I think you should like, just talk to somebody about this, you know, not in a bad way, but like, yeah. like I go to therapy, like I still go to therapy. It's something that helps me immensely. So I think that it's like yeah, focusing on building their, like their empowerment, their self-respect, their self-love, their self-confidence and making your program really about that. Because if your program's about that, like a squad of women that are all like, they have each other's backs, like you will be an unstoppable force and your business will grow faster than you can even think. And then in that group, when somebody is experiencing a lot of pain, if they're bringing that pain to the table consistently over and over again, and they're unwilling to work on it, that's where you're like, this isn't my wheelhouse, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like, I kind of have like a second question with that. Is that also the same boundary that we would keep when we feel like pushing too hard. Like I've always been concerned of like being too intense or pushing them too hard or like being too honest, if that makes sense with them. Like trust your intuition. 
Yeah. Coaching is gut instinct, man. It really is. Like yeah. for me, like there's sometimes where somebody will come onto pod chats and I'm like listening to what they're saying. And I was like, like I'm going to rip into you because I feel like we're going to have a breakthrough. And there's yeah. sometimes where like, I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, I don't really think this is going to hit. I don't think this is going to land. And like, I think that they need to kind of, you know, maybe I need to have a side conversation with them or something else, you know? So trust your yeah. instincts and trust your intuition. I'm going to say the same yeah. thing. Like there's a lot of times guys, like, cause obviously my approach is very direct. It's very intense. It's very straight to the point, but I'll be able to sense it right away. Like if I feel like it's not going to hit, I won't even say it because I'm like, not only is again, for lack of a better term, is it like kind of a fucking waste of breath? I just don't want to, I don't want to say something that's going to damage the situation even more. Just and, and trust your intuition. That's the, probably a massive piece of advice all of you guys should write down is trust your fucking intuition on a deeper level. And here's the thing. When you're a new entrepreneur, I understand that like trusting your intuition is like very hippy dippy advice. So I'm going to give you some practical stuff. If you have to question it, send them to somebody that's more qualified to deal with the situation. Agreed. And you're okay. like, should I or should I not okay. send them? If you have to question it, send them, right? And as you develop more self-confidence and like more belief in your abilities as a coach, you will start to like just own that power. Like I feel like when I speak to an online coach that if they're struggling with their business, I can usually, I'm like pretty confident that no matter what you're struggling with, if you're looking to grow a coaching business, if you talk to me, I can take it apart. Like I'm pretty confident in that. Right. It took me a very long time to get yeah. there. But as you start developing more confidence as a coach and as a leader, as an influencer for these women, you will start to develop mm -hmm. more instinct for it. For right now, mm -hmm. if you have to question it, use the language like, I honestly don't think I'm super qualified to help you with this situation. I go to therapy on a regular basis. I can recommend you to a couple of people, but I think it would be a good idea for you to talk to somebody about it. Cool. Yay. Okay. Is that helpful? Yes. I'm excited. Okay. Sweet. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Sweet. This is fun, eh, Cole? This is a good. This is a deep class. I'm excited. This is I good. like it. I like this. I like this a lot. Everybody that's tuning in, y'all getting value? Cool. All right. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real by Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Let's go into our last guest. Who's, can we all just comp, like just notice how good looking Shay is for a second on the Zoom call? What a, what a stud. Last and certainly not least, we're going to go into Isaiah. What's up, Isaiah? How you doing, brother? Yo, what's good, guys? What's up? I'm doing good. First off um i appreciate you guys i've been in the academy for about six months and it's been just awesome i guess my big question right now is uh, last month i hit 8.5k you know i've been doing really well really efficient but just in the last couple of days i just got hit really really hard with two cancels and then three people messaging me and saying that they're thinking about cancel at the end of the month after their four month minimum and then I always preach month to month after on the sales call. And these individuals have been getting crazy results. I've been showing their before and afters. They're constantly sending me great messages. And I've been trying to bring as much value, but I feel like something might be missing. So I wanted just to hear your guys' thoughts on, you know, why this is. And they use the word, they cannot sustain 350 a month. And I've been trying to do everything I can from a value standpoint. And then like I said, I've been doing a lot of before and afters with each individual that's been messaging me. So I guess my question is like, am I missing something? And I had a lot of fear yesterday. I kind of with Brian, like I grew up in a trailer home. My father committed suicide when I was 12. And so I do have a lot of fear when it comes to finances. 
Like I might hit 8K or 9K, but if I lose three or four people, I freak out. And then this morning I woke up and had a lot of anxiety. I still did my morning ritual, still hit my session, but I was like, I got to get on here and talk to these guys because I definitely having just this fear of like, what am I missing? Am I a bad coach? I'm starting to do group calls every month with my Facebook group, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing, bro. I appreciate you. First thing I want to ask before me and Cole get into advice mode, is this a recurring pattern or is this like a one-time incident? This is the first time really. I haven't had cancels for probably the five or six months. Like this is, this is the first time I've ever had like five or six people just send me the DM saying, Hey, I'm thinking about canceling or I need to cancel. And then they use that word like, I love the program, but I cannot sustain 350. Okay. So next question, by the way, this is the same fucking thought process me and Cole run through when people cancel. When you look at your delivery, is there anything that you think needs to be improved? Personally, no. I feel like the only thing, and that's why I just launched group meetings because I feel like my culture is lagging. As in like, I have a one-on-one base relationship with each one of them, but I feel like that could be a missing part. And that's why I actually just launched, actually wrote that in the Facebook group yesterday that I'm going to be doing group calls now. How many, I feel like that. Sorry to cut you off. How many posts per day do you have on your Facebook group? I do at least two a week. How many posts per day do your clients post in your Facebook group? None. That's why. That's the fucking problem. Okay. 100%. Okay. So do you want to go first, Cole? Do you want me to go first? I'm probably going to the exact same shit. I'm going to be talking about retention, community, and culture, correct? Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story about Maverick Willett. So y'all know who Maverick Willett is? One of the seven students that's crossed $100,000 a month with PT Dom. Maverick Willett, when he first joined our program, came in fucking influencer, total stud, sign up fucking 10 to 20K. He's called the MILF Whisperer on TikTok. That is correct. Sign up uh, 10 to 20K of business per month for the first couple months. He was getting super confident. He had all this recurring stack and boom, clients started dropping like flies. And so- you know, I was auditing his business and I was like, like, what's going on? I looked into everything. Like, why aren't you active in your Facebook group? He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, this is why Facebook groups matter. So I told Maverick, I'm like, get your fucking Facebook group popping and we'll see what happens in the next 90 days. So got his Facebook group popping. 90 days later, his retention was never stronger. His girls were referring him clients. They were sticking around for longer. And here's why, because if the only touch point of you and your program is you and the individual client, if the client feels resistance to you or they feel you know, financial insecurity or they're having a hard time with their fitness goals, if you are the only touch point for your program and they feel resistance to you, they're fucking out. It's so easy for them to cancel. How many of you guys feel like if you left the academy, you'd be missing a big part of your life? It's like an integral part of your life. When you win, you fucking post, you like celebrate, you've got a bunch of people that have your back. There's coaching calls every single week. You know that you're going to get value. If you're missing motivation, you can come in, you can fucking jump on a call. You know what I mean? Like that is it, right? If you don't have that in your community, your retention will struggle and you might not see it right now, but you will see it when you have 20, 30, 40 clients. And bro, like Isaiah, you're a one man show right now. Like you're making eight to 10 K a month, which I know you've had like a bunch of $10,000 a month too, which is awesome. But like, you're still only a one man show and one person is significantly less powerful than 35 clients interacting with each other. And so, yes, your goal is to, you know, do group calls, but your goal is also to like get that fucking Facebook group active. And there are a bunch of different ways to do that. We've got a lot of trainings in the Academy about how to like revive dead Facebook groups, but that needs to be your number one focus for the next 30, 60, 90 days. 
group calls are going to be a big part of it. But another big part of it is you need to start redirecting people to the group. Who here has ever gotten a message from me and Cole that they're like, you just sold a client. We're like, that's amazing. Go post it in the academy so we can all celebrate with you. We're doing that because we want the culture of the academy to be popping, right? Like we want everyone to be celebrating with each other. And we're also in there, like making sure that we're celebrating with you guys. So you've got to make that Facebook group a pivot. That, that is your biggest weakness. And you need to turn that into your biggest strength. Cole, go ahead. Dude, 100%. How much time are you spending in your Facebook group a day? Because you said you post once or twice a week. Yeah, not that much. I'm only doing once or twice a week. And then I have a podcast that I'll do with the group that I post in there. But everybody's really, really quiet. Yeah. So the reason why the Academy and every other Facebook group Brian and myself have ever ran is as popping as it is, is because we believe in the culture more than the clients do. All right. Like obviously me and Brian are basically saying the same thing right now. That's why I just laughed when we're both about to go in on it because like, dude, this is something we believe wholeheartedly. And it's because we've experienced it firsthand. We've made all the mistakes that you guys are currently making. We've seen hundreds of coaches make the mistakes that you guys are currently making. Like the Facebook group is everything. There's a lot of people that just keep memberships alive at certain places they haven't been to in months because they know if they go back to that place, they're going to feel better about themselves. They're going to feel the culture again, just like they fucking always used to. All right. I again be at a boxing gym in Calgary and I knew guys that would show up like once every six months. But they kept their membership alive because they knew like every time I walk in the gym, I feel fucking amazing and I never want to leave. I never want to have this taken away from me. That's what you need to create. You need to create that fucking safe place. right? And I don't think, and I'm going to go against what you're saying right now with the group calls. I don't think it's trying to add all of these group chats or group calls or all these other things into play. The group call will help, but the main fucking focus you should be going in on is the Facebook group, getting people in there and connected on a deeper level, meaning you need to spend more time in your Facebook group, right? Because they're not going to show up if you ain't fucking there. That's like the party planner telling everybody to show up at the party and then not fucking showing up until three days later. Or the host of the party being sleeping when all the guests arrive. You feel me? Like you got to be absolutely. What's up? Welcome to the group. Fucking fun in here. Pop off. And like the more intention you put into the group, the more that the group is going to get back to you. So how many clients do you have right now? 37 36 yeah so you're in a good fucking place dude like you are in a good place the last thing i'm going to say is i have a question actually how long are you willing to allow the trailer park scarcity story to hold you back from achieving financial success not anymore i've been dealing with that since i started my business actually since i was 15 so let this situation be a wake-up call for two things one Every single fucking client that you sign needs to come into a Facebook group full of active, engaged, incredible people. That needs to be your fucking focus for the next 60 days. Huge wake up call for retention. It's better to have this wake up call now at 37 clients than it is at 100 because at 100, you're going to have fucking problems. So I had a big company wide team meeting. Shay was there at a big company wide team meeting with my entire business the other day. And I was like, the reason that things are breaking is because we're scaling, right? There's like, as the business grows, things are going to break. This is you breaking right now that's like that was something breaking three people leaving is a break so let's fix the fucking system moving forward so that every single person that joins your coaching business comes into a facebook group that's fucking popping so that's number one number two is let this be anytime something happens and i'm triggered emotionally or negatively or some sort of story comes up that's an indicator that i have to work on that story do you understand what i'm saying It's like the quote that comes to mind is there's this book that i was reading and they talk about like this metaphor of like if i'm holding a cup Isaiah, and you bump into me and 
I spill the cup, like what comes out of the cup? The water. Well, whatever's in it. Yeah, whatever's in it. So that's the same thing for you. So life bumps into you and whatever comes up is inside of you. So the mm-hmm. financial scarcity, the fucking, the trailer park story, that came up, that's inside of you, which is, that's what's holding you back from hitting 20, 30K. Cause you'll never hit 20, 30K with that mindset because you'll hold on to every fucking dollar that you have. It's, it's actually funny that we're talking about this because it took you like a year and a half to sign up for the Academy. I remember, bro, <laughs> we talked for a year and a half and I'm like, dude, I'm like, if you pay me 400, I'll help you make 10K. You're like, no, you are. And I'm like, yes, I both will. But like that, like holding on to like money scarcity will hold you back. So the metaphor or the affirmation is like money comes to me frequently, easily and effortlessly. And I don't know how many times you need to repeat that to yourself over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes your reality. But you need to like get over that story because that's holding you the fuck back. Got it. I appreciate all that. Thank you. Cole, you want to fucking knock her home with anything? No, that was literally it. I wanted to touch on it as well. I wasn't going to let you leave this call without us addressing that mindset because homie, you don't live in a fucking trailer park anymore. So drop it. And like, it's a lot easier said than done. Trust me. I know. Okay. Like if there's anybody on these fucking calls that understand that it's a lot easier said than done, it's Brian and me, right? He grew up in a trailer park. I grew up in a trailer out in the country, 65 minutes from fucking civilization and then grew up the way that I did through everything that happened. So you need to stop telling yourself the story of the past and start stepping into who you are today. On it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You feel good, bro? Yeah, I feel phenomenal. I'm ready to rock this. Dude, thank, thank you for you. coming on the call. I appreciate that. Like, I'm glad you had an off morning and then you came on the call to get a redirect. That's what the fuck we're here for. So thank That's you. That's literally what this entire yeah. call is fucking about. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Yeah. My man. That was fire, hey, Cole? Yeah, that was a good fucking call. That made me happy. That was really, really good. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Change Jobs Academy, we appreciate you guys. Tanner, GB, Isaiah, I appreciate you guys so much. Just a reminder of a couple things in the Change Jobs Academy that are coming up soon. Number one, we've got the million follower TikTok masterclass. This is for the Change Jobs Academy only. It's going to be on June 4th, the million TikTok follower masterclass. We're going to be bringing in. Do we want to tell them who we're bringing in? Yeah, 100%. We can do that. Okay, so it's going to be Cole is going to be dissecting how to find your voice on TikTok and like how he found his voice. And Trent Harrison, who's now at 700,000 followers, is going to be talking about what's working right now on TikTok and how he's growing such a massive fucking following. Trent is also making $65,000 per month. So you're going to be learning from Trent and Cole, and it's going to be called the Million TikTok Follower Masterclass. Who's excited? It's going to be fucking lit. I'm super fucking excited. That class is going to be mental. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Nobody's teaching TikTok, y'all. Nobody's teaching TikTok for online trainers except for the Change Jobs Academy. So let's fucking go. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Cole, where do they find you, bro? Wake Up the Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis to Silva on IG and TikTok. Let's get it. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Peace.